Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. Thank you for riding along today. Now y'all know that all these podcasts have been pre-recorded, so we're not doing it live. But as I look out my window, it's been raining for about the last four days. Four days straight of rain, rain, and rain. It's wet before it started to rain, and now we're all like a bunch of mushrooms. The reason I pre-record things, besides the old Boy Scout motto, always be prepared, is that I don't do current events. I want this to be a safe, happy place where we all don't throw out our opinions on things. Our opinions really don't matter in the great scheme of things as it is. We all have one. About each and every single thing, if ever there was something, we have an opinion about it. Go figure. So I understand that my opinion does not matter to anybody but myself, really. Then sometimes I think I'm quite foolish to listen to my opinions. And if I start to vocalize them, well, I could probably turn a friend into a stranger. And I don't want my friends to be strangers. Well, anyway, I'm looking out my office window sitting here trying to put a podcast together. And I see the peonies are blooming. The roses are blooming. I have a trellis down there in the garden. I can see where my youngest daughter got married right in front of that trellis. And it's got climbing roses on it. And they're all blooming a pretty pink. Right beyond that, I can see some wild irises. The daylilies are starting to pop out now. I look over to the right at the pond. And in the afternoon, I can see a big old bass jump up in the air, catch a flying bug. Happens quite regular once those bugs start flying. Maxie, my dog, is getting a little old, but she still likes to go out and take a swim in the pond. I look at all God has blessed us with here, and I realize that I need to weed eat that pond. Man, that grass grows, and I need to mow. I'm really going to need to mow once everything dries out around here. I know it's going to get hot, and that grass is going to grow like nobody's business. Oh, well, it's a good life. Fireflies in the evening. Last night I was sitting there in my family room trying to watch a little TV, and I thought I saw police lights or ambulance lights, which I never see them out here. I'm, you know, 700 feet from the road and nobody goes up and down the road anyway. But I did a double take and, man, if it wasn't some kind of firefly flying around by my window. Grandkids like to come out and try to catch them. I used to make the mistake of get them glass jars to put them in. Then they drop the jar and break glass all over grandkids to cry and feel bad. So now we have some see-through Tupperware. Works a lot better. It does. The nights are quite loud, my wife tells me, with katydids and crickets and frogs, those big old bullfrogs and all the sounds of the night. You look up and you see thousands of stars. It's not really like up in the Colorado mountains where you see billions of stars. But it's very dark around here and I have a good view of the night sky. A lot of times can see the Milky Way. I started working at my dad's store at an early age. I've talked about this on several episodes of our podcast. 
probably the most memorable of working at Dad's store was two things. Burning the trash in the old store down in the basement, in that old coal furnace. Burning all the trash that a grocery store produces right there in that furnace. And the other one was still in that old store building, and that was unloading the semi-truck that would bring us our groceries once a week. It was on Thursday. So I can remember this so vividly because it must have been in the summer. I remember my brother John and I having to help. And since the truck day was Thursday, during the school year, we were in school. So this was my first summer job, most definitely. Dusting shelves, burning trash, unloading the truck. And that was quite a job. I worked at my dad's store off and on right until I left home at the young tender age of 18. But I also had a few other jobs in the summertime. When I was probably 10 to 12 years old, Brother John and I had a lawn mowing business. We mowed my Uncle Charlie's yard, which was on a hill, and it sloped down quite a ways, probably 60 to 80 feet, maybe further to the road. And that was a hard, tough lawn to mow because of the hill. And we mowed the Blue Spruce Motel yard down there on Main Street. Not to mention having to mow the yard at home as part of my chores there. But our lawn mowing venture did not last very long. I think two summers we got in a big tussle about who got to mow and who had to clip the grass along the walls and the fences. You know, it's before string trimmers and you had to do it with this thing, a big scissor. You had to squeeze and squeeze and squeeze. Since I was oldest, I appointed myself the lawn mower and my brother the grass trimmer. And that didn't work out after a while, and I can't blame my little brother at all. So I tried doing that, and I hated it. Later, as I became about 15, 16 years old, I got a job down to the standard gas station. I remember I worked with Richard. So we were the two teenagers working the gas station, plus Rich, the boss, and Chet. I think he was the lead mechanic. He drove a brand new Charger white charger car, played guitar in a rock and roll band. That's who I modeled myself after his band a year or so later. I just found out that Richards passed away. The only way I found this out is we were friends on Facebook. I hadn't seen him forever. You know how that works. And I hadn't heard from him quite a while. Facebook came on, told me it was his birthday. So I looked and he hadn't posted anything for couple three years but somebody must have been his daughter put a nice little tribute there said how much she and her children missed him and I just put two and two together and I did get four and happy trails Richard we had some great memories there in the old hotel exploring that old closed hotel working at the gas station going through school together for several years Memories are made of these things, you know what I mean. Well, after I graduated from high school, I don't remember working at my dad's store ever again. And I worked there right up to graduation. I remember doing a term paper my senior year for Betty Jo's history class, standing back in the meat department, 
standing there writing it, knowing I had to get it over to Betty Joe's house before the deadline. I didn't want to take history again, that's a fact. I wanted to graduate from high school. As soon as I graduated from high school, right before I left home, I worked at the golf course up at the lake town, up by the National Park. I worked there for a while. Met a guy there, co-worker, and we took off hitchhiking, going to travel to Norway. When I got to New Orleans, on my way to Norway, which I never made it there, by the way, I sold an underground newspaper on the streets of New Orleans. I don't think it was very lucrative, but I met all kinds of interesting people. That's a fact. Later, I became a Kirby vacuum cleaner salesman. That's a good way to not make any money. Although some older guys made a living doing it, but I just never could sell something on a cold sales basis. If you came into a store, come see me. I could sell you what you wanted, and maybe something what you didn't think you needed at the time. The only two vacuums I sold was to Eldon and Faye down at the laundry, and to my mom and dad. The only two, only two vacuums I sold. Later, I worked for a book distributor. We boxed up books and sent them around to bookstores, possibly libraries. I can't really remember. It was kind of heavy work, and I didn't last very long at it, mainly because I moved to Boston. I worked at a place there that made little clay things. We sold them to the military, and my job was I would sit there. It was kind of like a computer game. It's the best I can explain it. This was before personal computers or anything. But you would sit here and kind of form this thing and then put how many you wanted, and then this machine did it. But yeah, it was pretty much like a video game. Later, I did move back to my old hometown, and I went to work for the city there, plowing snow, taking care of the parks and the sewer and the water departments, putting in water lines and sewer lines, taking water out to the mayor's beer distributorship, generally just working all maintenance for the town. It was a fine job. I really did actually like it. I did. I liked running the front-end loader probably the best. The motor grader was definitely the most challenging of all the jobs I had there. And my worst job was cleaning the bathrooms in the park. But I made it pretty easy. I'd just take a garden hose in there and just start spraying her down for a few minutes. Let it drip dry by itself. Later, I worked at a dam. They were building a dam up in the mountains, up above a couple little towns in my county. Clear up, way up high. And that was kind of an interesting job. I had an offer from that company to travel with them as they left that job to another job. And I looked at those guys that did that. They all lived in a little trailer house. Each one of them had their own. They pulled them with their big old pickup trucks. And I thought, I don't want that kind of life. And so I declined their offer, and away they went. Then I went and worked at a mill. It was a mill for a mine up there that mined molybdenum. Later I went to their tailings pond. Best blue-collar job I ever had, that tailings pond. But later that particular mine closed, and another mine opened right next to it, and I had to go down into the mine. And I never did enjoy that, although I made some near and dear friends down there.
were all a bunch of moles. So I went into white collar and the first white collar job I had was I was a Fritos delivery guy. Took them to the grocery stores, to the convenience stores, to the gas stations, to the bars, all that stuff. I got married during that time of my life and then lo and behold Jay rescued me and gave me a job at the trading post. I talk about Jay and the trading post quite often here. Best job I ever had in my life working for that man at that store. It was kind of a family thing although Jay and I were not related. Like he liked to put it, we were kind of related like my dog peed on your yard or vice versa. And I tend to agree with him. Jay had a way with words. That's a fact. Later we started a department store of our own. And then I moved to the Midwest and sold electronics and appliances at Montgomery Ward. And I made a pretty good living doing that, but I did not enjoy it at all. And I finally found a place to work for this contractor. And I became the CFO there and was there forever and ever. And may have still been there. But life has a way of giving you twists and turns. Well, then I started being an Amazon distributor. I would send my products to Amazon and they would sell them through their site. And that was really a lot of work. So when you buy something from Amazon and you see third-party people selling, just remember that poor guy's working his butt off to sell you something. And usually the price is the same as some company selling it, like Amazon. Then I went to work at our church. They needed a new bookkeeper, and that's right up my alley, being a CFO and all that stuff. And then I helped my daughter start her advertising business. I'm not sure advertising business is the right label to put on her business, but for a 72-year-old guy trying to explain social media and website advertising and all that, let's just call it her advertising business. And now here I am, years and years later. I have a little store on the internet. It's designed to help finance my podcast. I've also written a book and I'm kind of working on another one. I don't know if I'll ever get it done. And here I am, middle of June, my 72nd year. And I remember mowing Uncle Charlie's yard and unloading the truck on a Thursday in a July morning, back when I was 12 years old, asking Dutch, where should I put this box? Telling John, try to take only one box at a time, John. And my muscular little brother just smiling at me, stacking two off of those rollers coming down into the store from the semi-truck. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you've arrived, there are links to our Boomer's General Store, a place you can buy our book, links to wherever you want to hear our podcast, such as Amazon Music, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Twitter, YouTube, and more. Kindness is a physical thing that you do from your heart always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.